When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I thought you said you're hosting. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Do you see what I deal with here, Roger? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Come on now. Right great. before Nick panicked, and I was like, no, I'm on. And I got just you. Double check, just double checking. Just going to double check? Because sometimes things get shifted around. And honestly, I'm one of those people. I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. When Greg's sitting to my left, I know he's hosting. That's my safe place. Sure. He's not sitting to my left anymore. He's sitting to my far left. Joining us today is Tam. He's sitting to my left, and I was like, is Tam hosting? I am not hosting. Well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting to his left, (laughs) my right, it's the man, the myth, the legend from GameSpot and Giant Bomb, Tamar Hussein. Hello, Tamar. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Oh. How can you possibly be (laughs) here? Didn't you guys just announce like 19 new shows for GameSpot? That is exactly what we did, and that is exactly why I'm here. I'm here to shield squad the shit out of our new shows yeah so Give you 60 seconds 60 seconds brand new shows personality led each one is a extension or a a uh, emphasis on a person's personality okay so though monday we got the law you know which is the, lo- the all you about the law again. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna go for the 60s so like yeah so we were just like let's let's put together a slate of shows that are we want to make and we want to see and that are like extensions of us and things that we would enjoy watching so gotcha. we put together like this this initial slate of um shows one per day um each one which is, one's yours so friday is our one so law you know is like a a thing that you know kind of gives you the lowdown on a series or Love it. a breakdown like lucy did zelda the other day she loves zelda did you know that no Lucy's one of these types, Rod. She just loves mm. everything. Yeah. So when you, want, when you love everything, but does do you love, love anything? Mm. Exactly. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Tuesday is Kurt Locker, which is done by Kurt Indovina. Great, great name. It's a, a good great, name. Great it's name. a good name. <laughs> what came first, the show or the name? Who can say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah. what's so weird about that? As I looked at it, I was like, why are they riffing off of Kurt Loader? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. You're welcome for that. Um, yeah, Kurt has got a very kinetic uh, style of editing and writing and, and presenting. And he we're kind of like he's taking the reins of his own show and he's just doing things that talking about things that interest him in his own style. That's, he did that great Vita video. Yeah. I really love that. He does yeah. a lot of great essays. He does a good, good that, kind of, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So today's one was all about remakes and, and where they fit into the world. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really cool. No HUD is uh, a show that Jean-Luc is doing with a bunch of others as well. Um, and it's basically taking the games that you have and kind of figuring out new ways to play them. Oh. And trying to get more out of it. Or, you know, fun. sometimes you get a game where it's like, this game's not great, but if you play it in this way, it's actually pretty good. Sure. Yeah. So it's kind of like focusing on that and then um, trying to give new life to games that already exist. Expert Reacts is just, you know, you find someone who's in got a specialist subject matter and have them talk about it in the context of the video games. Yeah. Spot On is the show that myself and Lucy are doing, which is going to be a weekly news show. Mm. Um, the idea of it is to like not regurgitate news because I think by the time Friday we do that 
Everyone does. We it. do that every day. Yeah, we get an AI bot. Special. We got uh, we got a Jeff Grubb doing that for us as well. Um, and yeah, the idea is like by the time Friday comes, average person is gonna have heard the news of that week multiple times. Yeah. So this is kind of like a little more of a let's take the big story of the week and do more of a discussion around it mm. or like a take around it. Um, so that's me and Lucy kind of leaning on our experience and, and our like history together to doing that. And then Firearm Experts Reacts is like really popular where they just take weapons from games and like get someone who knows a lot about weapons and talk about how, you know, it's it's accurate, not accurate okay. kind of stuff. It's really fun. Love and it. then finally, how it's saved is kind of Dave Klein uh, is making that. And it's the story of how a game pulled either a company, a franchise, a person back from the precipice of mm. failure or... That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really like cool. Because that. Um, that happens a lot. Mm. So this Hell is yeah. kind of like a movie story. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so there's a lot of interesting stories there, and yeah, we're hoping that people enjoy it and come come check it out. That's awesome. Greg, it's like when Quentin Tarantino helped save John Travolta's career, and then we were subject to another 30 years of John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> we had some good stuff there, though. You know, name one. Name one good John Travolta. Remember the movie. Olivia Newton-John Christmas song he did? That mm. was great. It's a great movie. <laughs> Here comes my home. Was that pre or post face off? So face off is. I, that was like two, like a year ago, wasn't it? What? That that one you're talking about? No, Lucy showed that to uh, me and Jen, and it was old by then. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I feel like he just, oh, he just did something. Maybe it was that commercial he did with the, the guys from uh, Scrubs <laughs> for no reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, right, we were right, like, wow, that's a wild. This seems commercial. weird. <laughs> this doesn't work. What about face off? Came after. All right, face off. Yeah, yeah, face off. Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, that's a New York movie. Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yeah, yeah, not a good movie. Good stuff right there. Dodger Volta, man, what a weirdo. Yeah, flies a plane. He I does would, fly a plane. I would if if John Travolta was the pilot of your plane, would you get on it? No, no shot. Did I you go see him when I, he came and talked at uh, Gamespot? I did come and see him. Yeah, I, I went to see him in the. Um, Wait, what did he say? Wait, what? He was pro. He no. So it was like we were in the CBSI office. So they were. The, he was there to promote a movie. He was on the cover of CNET magazine, and they had this like we had this auditorium. It was where, that Devin Sawa film yeah. he was in? Oh. Or maybe probably, you know, oh. it was the John Travolta film, Devin Sawa. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. Know exactly. So like they would bring in celebrities and, yeah. and do an interview with them and people could come and like watch like it's some sort of TED talk and he had nothing interesting to say. <laughs> like, he was like, I, I'm trying to make some money and I'm getting out of there. Yeah, I'm yeah. in a movie and here I am just talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's that's pretty it. Wasn't that directed by Fred Durst or something like that? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Awesome, that's right. dude. Yeah, that's, that's right. Durst. That's the one. Awesome. Chocolate's covered. Yeah. yeah. That made some. What's he up to? Remember that one Fred time Durst? where we went to TwitchCon and he was at TwitchCon? Isn't I do he? I not remember that. That was SF TwitchCon. Same yeah. one where we made, met Snowbike Mike. That's true. Maybe That's if we didn't cool. waste our time meeting Snowbike Mike, we would have exactly. met Exactly. Everybody Durst. just kept following us home. We're like, fine, you can have a job. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely that remember was great. that. Yeah, followed us around the country. Went yeah. to E3 with a kind of funny Mike. We're like, you don't actually work here. Why are you doing this? He was like, I'm like, Live the dream, homie. I was like, live all right, whatever that means. Dream, and rounding out the quartet is none other than who framed Roger Perconi. Hello, Raj. How are you? Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Let's start at the top of the order of business. Oh, There's two people who need to get, not reamed, but taken to school. Sure. There's Fred Durst right there. Number one is <laughs> oh, he's old. Roger Perconi. Hey, grandpa. Roger. <laughs> and I guess actually, Roger, shut up. Nick. Sure. Do you feel Roger's allowed to look this good at work? Because Roger looks like he owns the company. Look. Roger, if you're an audio listener, he's got that just right. His his beard is matching his hair length, which I love. Mm -hmm. He's got these clear, cool glasses on. He's got a blazer on, a cool shirt. He's got really cool shoes. He's got dress socks and yeah. dark jeans on. 
I feel like if you came to me and said that you were launching a new social network, yep. I would 100% yep. be. Yep. Well, guess you know, what, guys? It's here. To, I'm here to announce. What's it called, Raj? Kind of funny, too. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with New York's finest. Um, Is it nope. T-O-O? T-O? T-O-O. Oh, like also? Yeah, also kind of funny, well. too. No. Yeah. No, just yeah, the number. Just, just the, the number. number. Just the number. number. Yeah. Here's nice. what I'm gonna say. I uh, yeah, maybe it was last week or the week prior that you came back from New York, right? I went a little hard on Raj <laughs> last week on the podcast. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Raj, you're looking good. Thank you. You do look. You do have the air of a video game developer. Yep. That their game last year was just huge. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and now yeah. it's E3, and now they've come out to to like talk about sure other people's. They're like, you're you're big. We want to push yeah. all the other Xbox games. You're gonna be the. You're gonna be the. The Todd Howard, basically, of, sure of of, he's, of E3. He's not Neil Druckmann, mm. Last of Us on PS3. He's Neil Druckmann, Last of Us on HBO. Yes, got it. Wow. So he's 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 sort of hit the apex, right? He's crested, mm. right? Um, and 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 he walks out, and someone goes, "No, no, 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 we have to, we gotta value in. You can't be walking out in your street clothes. We gotta put you in the cool blazer. We gotta put you in the new mm. shoes. We gotta get mm. you dialed in with the jeans that look like you haven't been wearing them Shit. since you graduated." college back in 1996 yeah he's looking fresh and then all the other game devs look at him and go got a style i gotta get my shit done you yeah. know yeah and that's yeah. the air that i'm trying to cultivate you know what i mean it worked man. like yeah. I, 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 I'm sitting right now is too cool for school. listen i'm never on the kind of funny podcast i gotta show up it's like when kevin used to wear suits on podcasts sure and you used to do it too with the uh, kind of funny games daily right sure but i did it for a different reason you know? oh just what was, Kevin, what was the reason? Well, I mean, that's just what I wanted to say. Oh, okay. Kevin felt like he had to like overcompensate. Like, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? like, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at too. You know what I mean? I want to want to show up a little bit, and I got this amazing shirt, and you can't really see it too much, but what I got this at a thrift shop, yeah. a thrift store, and it says Two Chains Virtual Reality. Yeah, and it's fucking incredible because I I, I love it because it's like this like like a uh, Memphis rap type deal um, homage. But I've been looking up this shirt, and I have not been able to find it anywhere. <laughs> Like I don't, I think this is maybe a one of one, wow. and I love it. Wow. Maybe, I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, it's definitely like when someone doesn't win the Super Bowl, but they already have the shirts printed, so they just like <laughs> ship them to other places. <laughs> kind of like that, where like where two chances could come out real hard with the virtual reality thing, and it just never manifests. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wow, and it has like a on the back it says like TCG. Have not been able to figure out what those acronyms. TCG. The cool two guy. chains. The cool two chains gang. Gang. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Might be the card game. Oh, two chains. The card game. Yep. God, I wish this was a, a canceled virtual reality yeah. two chains card game. It reminds me uh, um, the other day I saw this uh, screenshot of a Twitter exchange go through mm. the old meme factory that I follow. <laughs> TikTok, you might have heard of it. Mm. And it was, you know, the uh, Nick, I'm going to need your help here. The comedian Fluffy. Oh, uh, Gabriel, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Right, right, right. He has a joke about Portillo's chocolate cake, I've heard. Uh, that's very great. I'm glad. And he's yeah. done WWE stuff a lot. I appreciate that. However, this was someone tweeted a photo of him. I tweeted a photo to him that was uh, his action figure sign. And like, is this really your signature? And he goes, yeah, only made a thousand of those. Humbling. <laughs> they, they, were, they were at a goodwill. They were at a goodwill where they were like, for 99 cents, here's a signed Fluffy doll. Well, That's Fluffy's awesome. okay. He uh, he sold out Dodger Stadium. So for his He was the first comic ever to do that. I could be wrong about that, but he was one of the few comics that ever sell at Dodger oh. Stadium, which is wild. Now, the next thing goes like this in terms of somebody who needs to get taken to school. Yeah. And if you're a kind of funny podcast fan, you listen or watch, you're used to this. I'm ashamed that we have to do it once again. Yeah. And this person's name is Cody Hagler. Uh, of course, Cody Hagler's Instagram is still private, so I can't creep on it. Mm -hmm. But as we were about to go live, we, of course, have the live chat over here. 
patreon.com slash kind of funny mm-hmm. we can see you if you want to go there you get the show ad free mm-hmm. you can be watching live as we record it before we have to edit out any of the things i say mm. maybe about cancer right Rod? <laughs> I don't think it's less of an editing out. It's more of like not, not sharing it, it on the brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, though, for Porty, uh, for Porty, for Cody Hagler, yeah. the issue today isn't his private Instagram, which still sucks. It's the fact that he said, I was just in San Francisco 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Which is, and I was like, that's not normal, right? He's yeah. not one of these NorCal kids. So, of course, I go to the much cooler Melissa Hagler's Instagram that is public. So yep. I can keep tabs on yep. Cody yep. Hagler. And yeah, they're in Monroe, Georgia. So I don't understand why Cody's in San Francisco. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I feel like what's going on? What the hell? Separation. That's crazy. They're separate places. Well, no, what I don't mean that. I mean like he, I don't think they separated. I think they're they're still having a baby in October. Oh, that's not what happened. Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. They're in different Ro- places. Roger, okay, I understand listen. you want to move in on the Hagglers. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> this dynamic. Okay, I don't I'm know just what you're saying. At. It's weird that Cody says that he's in San Francisco and wouldn't tell us because we oh. live in San Francisco. We work in San Francisco. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like the Hagglers as Trogs. I feel like they would share that information that they, one of them was going to be here. Because mm. I think Melissa is still, she's, uh, Melissa, are you still in Georgia? No, what is, she said we're in Tahoe. We're in Tahoe. Until Tahoe. June. Cody so says we're possible. working in Tahoe, and I had to drop some stuff off for our guys at SFO. Damn, man. Hagler. Uh, yeah, we're working in South Lake Tahoe until June. Mike has been giving us things to do. I'm glad that I'm glad that Mike gets all this information, not Greg, the guy who actually stalks him on Instagram. Well, did you, you know? did you hit the follow button so they get the notification that no, you can follow? No, I don't follow. Okay. I'm not gonna follow back. You never. Yeah, do that. The last thing I need is fucking Melissa Hagler sending me messages. That's the important thing because it's in, it's important to keep the power dynamic where it is. Yeah. You give Melissa too much power, and then she suddenly starts asking, and then she's our boss, and then it's like, all right, this is the who's thing. the boss of whom here? This is how it works around here. You know, you give Ooh. a piece of cheese to these mice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really, in reality. Mice is being too kind to the trogs. Yeah, or any of our is. fans, they're ants to us, Roger. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I love, you know, Greg Roger, looks, you at, Greg looks at me yes. and he just knows yes. what makes me uncomfortable. Yes. And he pushes and he fucking pushes. Yes. I'm just saying, before we went on air, Roger, you said it the best. Like, yep. they don't matter to us. Yep, that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. New York's finest over here. Roger and I quote said, How many of them do you think I could kill for anyone? <laughs> Before I got before, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? They, and they, Roger, yeah. let me tell you, they would take it as a compliment. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Getting killed by Roger yeah. McCourney. Remember that one time in Kansas <laughs> City when I tombstone pile drive that kid? His dad loved it. You know what I mean? Kids scarred for life. Love it. Kids scarred for life. Kid, I can't get near a light it, or a stage or a microphone without pissing himself. <laughs> yeah, How much do you miss the insanity of live panel podcast, Nick? Uh, I miss it a lot, actually. That was that was something I've been thinking about because we're, we're heading sort of into the event season. And yeah. like, uh, yeah, RTX is coming up. We got the Comic Con coming up. Uh, E3, unfortunately, RIP is no longer. Um, but I'm I'm hopeful that we'll get back out there at some point as the world accepts us again. I hope we get that. I hope that becomes a norm again where we go from missing that to going basically like, oh god, we got to go to this thing again this weekend. We've been gone for five weeks in a row. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure, yeah. sure. There it is. There's there the tombstone pile driving. Like how skinny I was back then. Are you down oh, to run? And like, <laughs> like, my favorite part there is how he tries to get up and get away from it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he doesn't understand how to sell the tombstone pile driver. And that's yeah. the thing, Raj. If you're gonna step in the ring with me and I'm gonna give you a finisher, you're gonna sell it. All yeah. right. Yeah. And am I gonna umaga you like the the, the, the jackass guys? No. no, but you're gonna stay down. What's an umaga? I, I just let him go. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because Tam sort of went like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that know what I'm talking about. Remember this? I, I was just nodding along. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, Greg he, has that yeah, effect on people. He kind of just, yeah. So the story goes that uh, WWE, uh, when they're not the most recent jackass stuff, but before that, right? Chris Pontius, I think it was, and but definitely Steve-O, 
uh, we're at a raw or whatever it was and barrett i know you're good on the b-roll this you can google all this as you go right and uh they were supposed to come in and get just like thrown around by umaga and probably umaga i think it was maybe uh and the problem was that no one really briefed them on anything so they were getting smashed. They got slammed down, and then Steve was like reacting and trying to get back up. And, and Umaga's like, "No!" And just then really yeah. started beating the shit out of him. <gasps> and like just had to do that until the bit ended because they were like, oh my God. "You have to stay down." I digress. Seems like someone missed a note there somewhere. Yeah, tell the other person. And Vince McMahon apparently was very happy when they came backstage. She said it was a great bit. Even huh? Steve was all Steve fucked was, up. Meanwhile, yeah, Steve was all very... fucked up. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> Steve was version of it's great about. Yeah, well, Steve was taking a lot of punishment. Here oh we go. Jesus! Wow. That, See, like, yeah, that seemed like it really. And he's like screaming and talking and then rolling and like, no, just play dead, play dead, <laughs> right? And then, like, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna God. beat the shit out of you. I we guess... should probably cut this off. Yeah, WWE's very copyright friendly. Yeah, we found out. They own us now. How many of our goddamn streams they have to screw up because I showed John Cena? You know? Come on, guys. Suck. I wish you had like a contact there where you could just like text and be like, "Why did it again?" Dude, I've had my. This is awesome promo videos they send. Like, can you post this again? No problem. It gets taken down. Like, all right, well, what do you want me to do about it, man? I get it though. They're popular. We get it. You know. I digress. Want to watch your stuff? If you didn't know, this is the kind of funny podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each coming to hang out and talk with each other about whatever it is they want to talk about. If you want to talk with us, of course, you can be live in the chat, just like those hagglers are, wherever they are in the world. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, where you can watch us record the show live. You could get it ad free. You could get a bevy of bonus shows. You could watch this recorded every other podcast. This is an embargo for some kind of weird video game review. I digress. If you have no bucks to toss our way on patreon.com slash kind of funny, it's no big deal. Of course, you can watch for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe. On top of that, you can write in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KF podcast. Housekeeping for you. I'm pretty sure you wrote this, Nick, and I don't know if you saw it. It broke me during Games Daily because it's that funny. Did it? Okay. Come celebrate May the 4th with us as the team plays through Jedi Survivor. We have all sorts of fun surprises for you, including Andy Wan Kenobi teaches Nick the Force. And where in the world is Kev2D2? <laughs> Want to hear Mike Baca, the truckie, do his patented Tahoe scream? Tune in to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames this Thursday at 11.30 a.m. right after Kind of Funny it's gonna Games be fun. It's going to be a fun one, everyone. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Well, I have it on good authority that we, we don't know if his flight's going to get delayed. But it's possible that Watto might make an appearance. Wow. 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 It's possible. He's got those little wings. It just takes him a long time to fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, get all he's trying to get here. I hear. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. I just did the Q&A uh, for April. We're late, we know. But it's up on Patreon soon uh, with Kevin. And he was he was hinting that it's going to be a good one. That it's going to be good fun. Stuff. We got a lot of fun. Bits very excited fun. about that. Uh, speaking of fun things, right now, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 spoiler-free review is up. On the kind of funny screencast feed, I listened to it myself because I didn't get to go watch it yet, but I wanted a heads up. Uh, Joey, Tim, and Andrew Goldfarb give quite the uh, spoiler-free review. I appreciated it. Hey, what? We get to see Goldfarb every once in a while. Just a delight. I see that dude like three. You times see him a all week. the time. <laughs> yeah, you're you're hanging out nonstop with yeah. him. <laughs> I see him once every time we have to see a movie. We he gets invited. We get him. We get him in, and he comes yeah. and he says hello. And then I go, uh, do you need a ride home? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And then he just walks off into the, into darkness. the darkness. He lives right near. Yeah, near he, like, he really <laughs> like does. Five minutes away. He's like, On top oh, of that, don't forget, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is out this weekend. Uh, your in-review, the MCU in-review, will post on Monday, where we will rank it and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Because I 
watched that the other day. Oh, Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, it's not that it's not often that I'm so angry yeah. that I then make sure I come in and expense the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the receipt, Nick. I'll, I'll, I had to yeah. pay 20 bucks to watch this thing for you. I will say it was it was surprising because Greg and I, you know, like I'll, I'll, I, I buy a lot of movies. I rent a lot of movies for the company, but I'll just be like, oh, I'll just buy myself lunch or something later on the road. Greg made it a point to be like, I want my fucking money back <laughs> for this movie that I had to buy. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one when we talk about it. It sadly won't. It'll just be like Eternals where I was like, oh, why? Yeah. Uh, thank you to our Patreon well, producers, Nathan Lamoth, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and Honey, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, Tam. Cozy Bear writes in for free at kindoffunny.com mm-hmm. slash KF podcast and says, Do you think you would have been friends with your parents if you had been in high school with them? A la Back to the Future. Uh, do I think it would? I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah? No. Why not? I think, like, one, my, first of all, my mom went to school in Pakistan. So I don't think, and Pakistan is very traditionalist. Okay. So I don't imagine I would be in a class or left to my devices to make friends with a woman. Sure. Yeah, because they're, they're wild over there. They're yeah. wilding out over there. <laughs> but also, like, also like um, my mom's so shy that I don't think she would have made, like, friends with randos. Okay. I think my dad, he went to school here. I don't think I would make friends with him as well because he, like he seemed like he was up to no good. Oh, uh, troublemaker. Uh, uh, yeah, school. I get that vibe off my dad, uh, troublemaker. And I think I would be like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to get caught up in whatever you're doing. Okay. My parents are boring. Nick, you, Lou, and Elena, you hanging out? You know, maybe. Because my dad was into music back then. And I, I feel like I was oh. a marching band. So I think that we may have had, may have had some crossover there. Uh, and we were both, both kind of dorks in high school. So I feel like that would have been probably a good thing. My mom and I, probably not. I mean, you're talking, what did they go to high school like? He's... They're 74, so when would that have been like this? They were born in 74? 60s? Oh, okay. oh, they are 74. They are 74. They are. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, 67. I don't know if there would have been too much crossover between like interests, but if my dad was out there, you know, my dad loved like rock and roll bands and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. was always pretty cool. I, I'd like to believe that if I grew up in the 60s, I would have learned how to play a slightly cooler instrument, the trumpet, yeah. maybe like a guitar or a piano. Um, so I think that could have been cool, yeah. Oh, it would be so interesting to see mm. your parent back then. 100%. And just like, like, I that's part of obviously the fun of Back to the Future is it begs it it, it brings up that question of like mm. if you got to see your parents at that age at that weird high school age where they're trying to figure life out and you got to see them as a contemporary what would that be like and I always I, I I'm fascinated by that but I just have a feeling my dad would just be sitting in the garage with his old man like fixing brakes yeah and if it's that I'd be like this nope get me back out yeah. get me out of this put me back in the fucking DeLorean because I'm not trying to do any sort of mechanical <laughs> shit right now. That was what, that was back when they were like men's men. Yeah, it was like put the car put up on a block. Out on their arm, nobody you, cries. Yeah, but yeah just, you know, there's always one hanging out of the mouth while yeah. they're doing like welding shit in front of them. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. But I would actually that is the one thing is I would love to go back during that era and know my grandfather. Mm. I never knew any of my grandfathers. See, oh, oh, so you just don't even know them? I don't know them at all. Like my my, but two of them. One of them died a little bit after, but he was in Italy. I'm three because my mom was adopted. Um. I met him once of that I can remember that I was of age to remember. And then my grandma Rinaldi, my grandpa Rinaldi died before. And then my grandpa Scarpino died like the year I was born. So oh, there's wow, shots wow. of him holding me and he looks like me. So that's oh. the trippiest thing is when I look at pictures, I'm like, that's what I'm going to look like when wow. I'm like 60. I was going to say, bald, yeah, yeah, yeah. badass, super tan. Sure. Um, 
So that's he's one of the guys that I would I wish I could have pulled aside and had like a beer with. See, that's mm-hmm. my thing about it too. Where for me, you know, with uh, number one crane operator Greg Miller and big old Jamie Kennedy, I wouldn't we wouldn't have been like enemies or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But my mom it, it still is big into horses. Like she rides yeah. now, and she was riding back then, and like she was like you know made enough money at her after school job to buy a horse back then. You know what I mean? So it's like. She was motivated by that in a way that I'm like, I don't want to go fucking see those. It was just today where I'm like, I don't want to go see the horse. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then dad, my dad, yeah, it was the, you know, working on cars, riding mm. a motorcycle, like that kind of thing. Dad would have, I, I could see me in a lot of ways, like some of my antler friends and some of the ones I'm still super close to, right, are like good old country boys where it's like, we don't have much in comedy besides we went to Mizzou and the antlerness, but it's like, they're good people and I'd love to hang out and have a beer with them and that kind of thing. But like, Grandpa Kennedy, like you know what I mean, like and I I knew uh, we, I called him Poppy. I knew Poppy, you know. Uh, I met Poppy. He, we had, oh, you saw him in the video. Yeah, Poppy in the like, video. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. We're we're working on our uh, commentating over Greg's childhood videos. Thank uh, Poppy, patience of Job with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Greg nipping at his heels. Poppy's like, all right, Greg, World all War II right. veteran. You know what I mean? And I'll fucking interview him <laughs> with an oxygen tank. We'll talk Just about it another like, time. We'll talk about another time. Uh, but like Poppy, like seems like he was a, a like, especially as my mom's dad. Like he was like you know, beer drinking, barbecue, and like, you know, just jack all trades. Kind of like, I would have loved to have like shown up at a bar, like be able to time travel back, go to the bar he's at and get a beer. That's what I, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And not to see him like, you know, cause my grandma probably as well. Right. Cause you see them, you're, you're the lens through which you, you view these people is always like when they're like 70, 80 years old. Of course. At that point, they're curmudgeons yeah. already. Right. They don't have any time. You don't have a lot in common with them when you're 12, but it'd be interesting to meet in the middle and be like, what were they like when they were 35? Mm. Right, right, right. Where right, their right, kids right. were still young and they were still, because I think about my parents when they were 30. <laughs> and I remember them being like, I remember, and we talked about this before, but I remember them like taking out the lawn chairs on like a Saturday afternoon, mm. putting them down there. The, the neighbors would come over with their lawn chairs, put them down. Kids would be playing in the street or whatever. And I remember I, looking over being like, are they drinking right now? Like what's going on? Just commiserating over there with yeah. each other, with fucking kids, you know, Ooh. having a cocktail. And I'm like, that's something I would do right yeah. now. I would sit out in the sun yeah. while my kid, I don't have the energy for it. My kid's running around and I'm getting a little sauced up, a little slurry. Like, eh. You know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to be in that moment with them and just kind of pick their brains on what for life sure. was like. Well, even, and that's the other thing I think about too. Like, uh, like just eating cake over there. Yeah. You're yeah, a vision. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the thing I think about, yeah, is like, I would love to go back to like, 1987 that'd be awesome you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like because like again like i was alive for it but i was four years old right so it's not like i remember anything from it but like and it sounds so stupid but to go there and go to like mcdonald's and get yeah. like yeah. the styrofoam cup yeah, and the styrofoam like see that shit in real life and what the cars were and whatever but then on top of all that what is a big thing for me is like we're, i'm watching that i keep forgetting the name of it the new elizabeth olsen show on hbo i don't remember um, it either but it's her yeah. and jesse Plimkin. yeah where they're gonna they they have an affair they or whatever affair, right yeah. and we were watching that last night and it was the same thing of like <laughs> you're watching <laughs> kate cam we're like, using kate cam, kate to, show cam my guy, right? to see no show the amps show the uh, amps to the but it was the idea that uh you know like i'm watching that and it's, it's similar to the 80s conversation of just like man like it's like late 70s when the show starts or yeah. whatever and like to like watch them and their kids and just like there's not, there's like nothing to do. The world is yep. so yeah. vast, but oh, yours man. is so small, and there is no internet. This, that, the other. You know, it's just like a crazy thing to even try to wrap your head around. Even though mm. you and me, Nick, kind of lived it. Of like, we were the generation oh, right, that I mean, didn't have the internet, then had the internet, and then have seen everything change to be all. In, in I nuts, distinctly but. remember being bored. 
And now, you know, born. You, you, born. Oh, I think you said born. I was like, oh, oh no, that was, <laughs> yeah. I have Nick a photographic memory. memory. I just remember seeing a cave and then light. Um, <laughs> did, you see, did you see the quote from Nick Cage recently? <laughs> no, what did he say? Nick Cage is like, I remember being in the womb. He does not. Nick Cage does too much coke. He might. He's got to stop. He's got to stop doing coke. <laughs> and um, uh, allegedly, allegedly. 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 I don't know why he lost all his money. Allegedly. Um, had to do all those B movies. Allegedly. Whatever. No, I, I, I think about that a lot. I think about, I have this like weird fantasy kind of in my brain where I'm like, if you could go back to a period in your life and start from there, but knowing what you know now, you mm. zap yourself into that five-year-old body, would you do it or would that be a living hell? Living hell. Living you think hell. so? Yeah. I think it would be. But you could be a billionaire by right now, but you might be Yeah, but crazy. again, you might, you it might could be like your you're five years old. Like, first yeah. off, they would put you in an asylum because yeah. you'd be like, Going in there and like writing perfectly, know all the fit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like just the basic. You go to Harvard, you'd be fine. Back then, they had Doogie Howser. Like this kid's a Doogie Howser. We don't know. I've thought about it. Like, yeah, it's like honestly, yeah, I that is more of a scary scenario for me than an mm. exciting one. Because then it is the thing of like, even still, like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I know to buy Apple stock, but when do I sell it? And like, exactly, I, like right? where, yeah. where do I get the it's money easy. to just do the thing? The like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't I, you just, all you have to do is buy Google stock and Apple stock and just never sell it. And by the time you're, you flash forward here, you'll be a billionaire. But um, I, I think about it. I, I, I'm like, that'd be so cool because then you could like any issues I had with health, being overweight as a child, I could probably yeah. knock that out. But then I'm like, would I? Because if I was every time I go back to my mom's house now, I eat my fucking face off. Yep. And I am 43 years old, and I have those tools, and I go fuck it. Yep. Um. See then my, I think about like if people are having problems, like if you're when your parents are arguing. Oh yeah. And you want to pull pull yeah. them aside, and be like, look, guys. Y'all need Listen, to go I've been in the future. It doesn't work. <laughs> <out. It's> just, <laughs> just get out of it. Now. Right. Yeah. Like we'd be weird. And that, yeah, there's that part of it. And, but then it's like mm. also like, for me, I think of how I don't like replaying games. Yeah. So it would be the fact of like That's I'm question, replaying right? life. So it's like the thing I enjoy the, the most game. video games. Right. I'm like I'm playing a, a, what NES shit and I'm like I, I instead of going for the master system I get the NES but then even so I'm like I can't wait for the PS5. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I only have to wait, yeah. I'm wait 30, 30 years, years to get there or whatever. But that, like, I think the same way. I think about like I'm like would I do it all over again? The only thing I I'd have to rectify is like how I end up meeting D that's, that's all I have. Yeah. To, that's where my brain goes. That's all too, I have to get to. Is that like I, I've had this conversation with Leanza of like, okay, if I go back in time, let's say I had to redo this all, do I just because we met on Tinder, like yeah. a random swipe, like do I figure out like some like rant, like what, do I go to your job and be like, oh, hello, how you doing, miss? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's my like. Thing how too. do you figure out all these little things that lead you to the place, like the parts of your life that you really like now, yeah. and then also change the things that you don't like? You right. know what I mean? Like, right. like it's yeah. it's such a scary situation, but also it's like, oh fuck, I can just buy Bitcoin I and then sell real quick. That, I mean, that's all you do, right? You can just buy Bitcoin and then have like two hundred million dollars in yeah. somewhere. I was going to ask a question that could derail this. So well, let's, yeah, let's keep going after a little bit more. Because, yeah, that's, yeah, I've thought yeah. about it so much with, like, the Captain America, like, you know, go back yeah. and then live the alternate reality with Peggy kind of thing. Or maybe the real reality. They never really clarified. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Uh, but it was like, yeah, exactly. For me, it would be I looked into it enough after I had this thought long enough of, like, I would never want it to happen to me. But in case it does... The one thing I'm prepared to go back on the timeline is like I will get Portillo first, yeah. The, instead of yeah. uh, past Greg, I'm like yeah. I know where and I know what day I got him. So come the day before, yeah. you know, as soon as they open on that morning and get him and be with me. Oh, in mm -hmm. this version, there's still another Greg running around. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, see in, in my oh, version. Wow. Well, like, in, in, well, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah so I yeah, thought yeah. of it in multiple ways. Yeah. But yeah, gotcha, yeah, 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 still get Portillo either as current Greg, who's old, <laughs> going back and just gonna live and have money or whatever. And then yeah, Jen of like. 
what do I need to say? Because I wouldn't want to do the whole like try to make sure it happens the exact same way. Yeah, like, how yeah. could I meet her and explain to her what's going on? So, would you do that? Would you try to be like? I think so. Because like, why not? Like, let's you know, <laughs> let's fuck it up. Let's get out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. it is also the thing of you rob that other person in that reality yeah, of right. like the growth they had to get to that part. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I so I had this conversation with D, and it's some of this that spurred on is obviously like you're seeing Guardians of the Galaxy three, the the Gamora situation, mm. right? Mm. He has this happening where he sees what it could have been, but can't figure out how to rectify that, right? I talked to D about it. I was, I was like, would you do this? She goes, I would only do it if you did it too. And we both somehow knew each other. And I'm like, well, that'd be weird mm -hmm. because then we'd spend our whole lives together. And she goes, yeah, but then we'd get 30 more years together. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but then I'd be even shorter when you met me. <laughs> that'd be weird. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm thinking to myself, maybe I don't do marching band. Maybe I do sports. I don't drink so much soda. I don't smoke cigarettes. Maybe I am five foot 10 when she marries me when I'm 22 and we're billionaires and then we get to travel. It's just that thing of like, I just world. couldn't, would you like, maybe I do sports. Like, would you, well, I guess you have changed. But see, I, I would like my passions that haven't changed. Yeah. As posted I posted on yeah. the birthday stream. I've been the same kid since grade school. You so really it's like, it's wild, but no, I think, but I think like I loved marching band and I got, I, I just got to spend some time with my friend who's a marching band director now. And we've been friends since junior high. And, and I look back and we were talking fondly on it, but I'm like, if I had it to do over again, I would actually like to see what it was like to just do like theater and soccer. Yeah. Mm. Like do a sport that I could yeah. be not great at, but something that got, kept me physically moving forward. Because as you get older and you start to feel sort of the aches and pains, I've talked about my knee being fucked up. I'm like, God, I wish I could just run again. Like I could when I was mm. 16, but I never did. Yeah. But I wish I had a reason to do that and work out and do those things. Sure. So I'd want to do all that stuff. And then I think to myself, do I go to UC Irvine or do I just skip college altogether, wait for this whole YouTube thing to kick up and then start making videos there. Cause I have the knowledge. I yeah, know how yeah. to make, I know how to use all those cameras from the advent of digital video all the way up to now. Yeah. Why not just start bankrolling and be the, be the, what was that guy that, um, the original YouTube Ray William, um, Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. Ray yeah. Johnson. Be that guy. Just talk to a camera with a cool background. that's blurred out a little bit. And everyone's like, Holy shit, you're incredible. Yeah. And but then it's still you're the same thing of like how that would alter so much. Cause again, I've thought so much about it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the old adage, for me, right, was when Up at Noon happened and we started learning, I started learning about YouTube really mm. was, and I was like, mm. fuck, I should have been doing this. I, I, you know, when I was at the Tribune, I had done a bunch of videos of, like, the first PS3 leaving Walmart and stuff, and those videos had done well, yeah. and I was like, why didn't I think to turn the camera on? I, I remember at the time with you at VidCon being like, I could have been Phil DeFranco for video games, been. right? Mm, I wouldn't yeah. have even needed IGN, but... If I had done that, it would have put me on such a different path of like, would it have led to this? Would it? Yeah. Would I be thought of as a serious critic at the time, yeah. or would I just been some kid on YouTube? And that's or? just like that's what you were trained with with journalism. You never right. put yourself into it. You are. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. Also, framer. it's like a it's I mean, like a product of that time, right? Where access is different. So yeah, of course, you, yeah, yeah. The, the, because no one could have a similar experience. The natural incl inclination is to be the window into that experience. Whereas these mm -hmm. days, like everyone can have every experience, like mostly. So now the window that people want is how is someone else reacting to that experience that I can have? Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think probably would do the same thing and get here again, I imagine. Maybe, though, because you think to yourself, though, I've had you've had 40 years now of those experiences. And so obviously you're going to gravitate towards some of that stuff, but do you go to Mizzou or do you try a different college or do you even go to See, I would totally want to go to Mizzou again. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's yeah. great. And, and do that and do that all over again. Live, relive those years with the antlers because I'm sure that would be really, really fun. God, I can would, you imagine though, like being there now and having like, 
If I got even you're too warped. responsible now. Though. I was I gonna say, you, if, let's say I got you're not, warped. You're not sleeping in that fucking basement again, dude. Don't even get me started. <laughs> the house we lived <laughs> in. Get the we say the shit we would do. I'd be like, oh my uh-uh, god, uh-uh. like oh, dropping. No. Who, who, who was that time we dropped the TV on someone's chest or some oh shit like that? That's not true. I don't know what. That <laughs> I forgot. Is. There was there was a story you told of like <laughs> cops coming because someone got dropped through a TV or some shit like that. Maybe I'm making that up. You're confusing maybe a few different things. <laughs> I might be confusing. Some cops of the back. came a lot of time. There was this one where I, you know, I put it, we, we took all the stuff that was being thrown out by a roommate and put it on top of somebody's car and they tossed it off and that broke a bottle. And then I jumped on a suitcase and rolled off suitcase and rolled on the broken bottle and cut my knee open. That might be the case. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. That was one day. being blood a lot. That was one day. Cops didn't come that day. Yeah. To be clear. Yeah. The next yeah. day we tried to do a, a, a ride around. Uh, we were planning to do a little, we called it the antler parade. Well, what it was was just climbing in the back of somebody's pickup truck and driving around campus and yelling at people to join the antlers or whatever. And uh, but then what it turned into was we did that, but then I got driven to the uh student hospital center or the hospital because my knee was mm. still wide open from rolling out a bottle. And I was, and then it became uh, a, a weird version of Hey Mister, except it was Hey Doctor, of like, Hey, we, as people are coming and going in their scrubs, like, Will you look at my knee? <laughs> like, I don't want to go in the actual ER. And they're like, No, <laughs> fun time. Genius. That was college. That was yeah, college. That was you had fun. Yeah, I definitely 100% would not have gone to UC Irvine. Yeah, but then, well, yeah, so, you regret that all the time, though. I regret it. I think it was, I, I, I told my buddy the other day, <laughs> he was like, Where'd you go to college again? I was like, I went to Irvine. I was like, I got accepted to, uh, to Santa Barbara, but I just didn't feel like, and he was just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> For you, I, I don't... You, oh, you I, don't... I hated my college career. So I went to a small little... Uh, film school for a year spent way too much money yeah. one year it was a middle school that was converted into a private college Oof. so spent a lot of money on one year i mean that sounds that, to me that sounds fun it sounds fun but then it. it's just like the professors were just like the deist of list and they just did not care like they were just checked mm-hmm. out to that's a, bu- a lot of weird box. a lot of weird old school people from film who were just really misogynistic and weird and being like hey guys this is how you fuck your assistants it's like whoa Jesus. like this is what, what that we're was teaching? a class yeah <laughs> In the class. Like, like, I'm listening. No, but there was a bunch of those guys in the school. We were just like, I love Carantino and I love misogyny. It's like, oh, fuck, this is That's a weird fucking place. When did place you go to, to school? Uh, uh, 20. Well, what year was this? 2017, 2016. Oh, shit. That yeah. shouldn't have been like that. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to I remember oh, no. like 2002. Yeah, you get it. Okay. Yeah. So we're I still left making, you know. I left uh, after a year and then I went to community college for year and a half and then i went to uh a design school for a year um with hmm. my girlfriend um uh, lianza so that was that was great i would have just if i were to redo it all i just would have went for design um yeah. it was also way cheaper too oh yeah, uh, yeah i think that too i'm like i would have probably i would have totally not done the uc i would have gone a couple years at a, a junior high to just study or junior high junior college and then maybe try to get into like ucla yeah. or someplace that was like a two-year film school just to make those connections i think that would have been fun yeah absolutely. is that what you set out to do though originally like you're gonna be a filmmaker yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wasn't a big, I'm not a big film person, right? So I went to a film school because I was like, oh, this is, I want to do like, I was like I'm going to disrupt this, disrupt this. We're not making films here anymore. We're going to do TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But like, it was weird because like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do, right? I'm already making YouTube videos and sure. stuff. So I was like, okay, uh, let me try this. I wanted to do design for a while. And then a friend of mine was when like. When you say design, what is it? Like that? graphic design. Okay. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I liked, well, they even just like Photoshop and stuff. I, I was like really into that stuff. And then I had a real bad friend at the time who was just like, who just said something really offhandedly that was just like, he's like, there's so many people better than you. You shouldn't do that. 
And I was just, and then it just changed my career, yeah. like the way that I did everything. Cause I was just like, oh, you're my best friend. So I just shouldn't oh, do you that. You think I suck. Yeah. So, oh, so I was yeah. like, okay, so I should never do that. And then I just, and then I ended up meeting Leanza and then she was just like, you're good at this. You should try doing that. So I went back to school for oh. that. And that was my final year of college. And that was incredible. I just should have done that. Yeah. Uh, the entire time. Well, that's the whole point of college, right? Yeah. Is you got You're supposed to figure that. That's why people should go. You experiment, you figure it out. Yeah. Um, I wish I had more of a party life though. That is one thing. I, even even a year of that, right? I just never had that at all. Even yeah, I mean that's that's that was a pivot. That, you got to have it a little bit, yeah. I would say. But I mean, I look yeah, back and I look back and I think a lot of the stuff that I did, like partying wise, that the best times I had were the times when I figured out that I wanted to do film. Mm. Met the people in this in the area that became like in the film studies department that became like my best friends all throughout college. And then I just hung out with them. Yeah. Those are the times that I was like, we're not even raging. We're just enjoying ourselves, having a couple mm-hmm. of drinks, not going too fucking nuts. But I don't know. Again, in this alternate reality, bye-bye, fucker. It's not a film studies major in this one. <laughs> Daddy's just bankrolling everything I could. Okay, who's going to be big next year? Kardashians. What do you got to say about them? Fuck it. That's what you're going <laughs> to You're going to somehow <laughs> bankroll this about the Kardashians? Well, I, I, figure, I figure I'm like, I'm not going to college because that's mm-hmm. useless and it's a waste of my parents' sure. money. So I figure I graduate high school because you have to. Uh, I do. At this point, too, you graduate high school and you've proven to Lou and Elena, I'm from the future. You've told them, right? I would not. I would not do that. What I would do is I would be like, "Look, mom, dad, you guys work really hard to provide me with this life. Let me get a job right now." And they're like, "Nick, you're ten. I'm like, "I know, but I need <laughs> to start buying the stuff called Apple stock." Yeah. And I know this is gonna sound bonkers, but you're just gonna have to trust me. I need you to co-sign this brokerage account for me. <laughs> That I can start buying as much stock in this thing called Apple and then this alphabet company that's eventually going to be Google. I need both those things. We're going to take those eventually. And when this thing called Bitcoin happens, we're going to be at that university where they were handing it out for free for people for projects. We're going to get a couple of those points, right? And then we're going to turn this around. So by the time I'm 18 years old, theoretically, I do this right. I'm well on the way of not needing to work ever. Yeah, you're Of course, of course, of course. From that point on, I go, mom, look, brokerage account, see it. You got to trust me on this one. I've already done the partying. I'm going to go work the door at the comedy store for like the dark years of the comedy store, the sure. 90s, right? Sure, sure, sure. If I can be there by 16, great, perfect. If they'll let me do it. That way I get the whole Mitzi Shore era. I get all that stuff. Midway through that, I start making film. Uh, you start making YouTube videos because that's 2004 is right around the time you really need to start catching that wave of catch the wave. Oh my God, this guy knows how to do lightsaber stuff and he turns into Freddie Wong. It's yeah. like, I want to be that guy. That's easy peasy for me right yeah. now. Yeah. So are you going down the path of like, are you yesterdaying it? That hit movie where are you taking people's ideas from that you've seen in your Oh, you mean you, like Hot yeah. Top Time Machine where he's like, That's my son. You yeah. say only hear what you want. I think that was that one, right? Oh no, it was a different one. That was, was that. I think I think the second one they did that, but it, it was Van Halen when in the first one at the end of it. Yeah, that's made, right. You know? Um no, I'm not doing that. I'm doing the thing of like I don't have to work. So mm-hmm. now I just want to maybe just have a presence and do the art that I that that I would want to do at the time there, which is just making fun stuff on the internet, doing stand up comedy. Yeah. Imagine a life where you're like you just you can do what we do here, but not have to worry necessarily mm. about the paycheck. That's what I would want to set myself up for. Yeah. Then the question becomes, how? What excuse do I use to be in San Francisco to meet my wife in 2007? <laughs> yeah. At, at, I mean, I don't know anything about her pre, prior to that. I had yeah. to pre-interview her, and then I had to figure out how to fig, how to get there and not be super creepy peepee. Yeah. Um. Because that could was, you convince your wife? Like, could you if you? All this happened like you're talking about. Could yeah. you head it off at the pass, meet D wherever she works or lives at the time? Be like, I, I, hey, this is gonna sound nuts, but I I don't think I would try that tactic. Okay. For two reasons. One, my wife is very very 
she's way too smart for that. She'd be like, "You're that's weird. It'd probably weird her out." And two, I don't. Oh man, I'd have to pre-interview her before. I don't really listen when she talks about her past, so I'd be like, I get a lot of that's those things awesome. wrong. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. That is fucking you know what I mean? awesome. I'd be like, "Look, because I see that you got to go. You got to say the one thing to her." She'd be like, "That's not right at all." I'm like, "Fuck, why do I pay always, attention?" You know, it's, I love this time travel conversation because I've thought so many different ways around it. <laughs> yeah. This is my fear of being t- kicked back to like. 1900 yeah or like 1800 and be like oh but we just need penicillin well what's that and i'd be like mold yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean I don't oh, know how it works. Well, oh guys we're gonna have combustion engines and gasoline how do we make gasoline oh <laughs> uh, you know what i mean batteries and this is what people always tell me to like why don't you just go back and like do the do this sports betting thing i was like can you remember? Fucking, who the fuck yeah, won the 1992 that? Super Bowl? Uh, by what spread? I don't yeah. know. I can't yeah. remember. I think yeah. Denver won at one point. I think San Francisco was pretty dominant in the 90s, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's awesome, though. Like, you, you couldn't even tell your wife, like, specific <laughs> stories about no. her. Or when I fantasize about re-meeting her and re-wooing her, it has to be straight-up charm. I have to be like, I, yeah. the, the, here's right. what I thought about. I go, okay, I remember the weekend I met her. Yeah. And I remember the, the circumstances I met her. So I'm thinking maybe I'll, like... I'll try to orchestrate it so they meet her, but I don't ask her out then. I just tell her I'm a stand-up comic, and I try to figure out how to headline Cobbs at that sure. point and then invite sure. her and some of her friends out to come see me. And then from that point on, I'm pretty sure I could seal the deal. Okay. Because if you see me ball out, you know, I park the car out front, and then this car is like a Porsche, something cool <laughs> like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, this is me. And then I tell her the, the following words. Well, you know, I've lived this crazy life, made a lot of money. But really, I'm just looking for someone who I can just settle down with, commit myself to, and travel the world with. The second she hears me say that, sees the Porsche, <laughs> I'm getting a shot. That's all I'm saying. Sure. I'm getting her attention. Okay. Because my wife loves to travel. See, I like I like your interpretation because, yeah, like, when I've thought about it and whatever, it's like I would tell my parents for sure. Yeah. And I, that I think that would be the hardest thing because I think, like, Jen, I could convince no problem. I don't I, Especially when wow. I show up. Well, I mean, like, yeah. here's I'm some random American who showed up in either Montreal or Quebec City or whatever, and I'm telling you, like, intimate details about your life and your family like mm-hmm. nobody would just know you know yeah. what i mean like i think in jen being like a nerd like the rest of us mm-hmm. would be able to be like all right cool i get you don't think she'd have that knee jerk of like this guy is a weird stalker uh i mean there i think you gotta wait until she's the age you met her at well i'm not talking about like i'm going like yeah i'm not going there at 13 or whatever you like, gotta go yeah. like close to when she was there because my, my worry again is, i don't want to rob her of her experience exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. my worry would be that like whatever experiences d went through were, were either so terrible that she settled for me or like yeah. so bad that she was like i'm looking for something better yeah totally you gotta I, I have agree her you. go through i don't want to go there because again we're all, you're we're all different people at 24 34 whatever you, yes. you know what i mean like so you yes. can't screw that up my parents on the other hand like i would try to like your whole thing of like i'm not gonna go to college i'm gonna do this. like i think i could again it would be tough because i am not the dates guy both for video games and for life right so it would be a little bit tougher of like I'd have to wait for as we get closer to something I know is going to happen. Like, listen, I need you to understand, like, I've lived, I've been doing this, and like this, and this is what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or that's going to blah, blah, That's so easy, though, right? You're sitting there, you're like, this is the Nintendo Entertainment System. In a few years, they're going to call it the SNES. People call it the SNES. They're going to have Sega Genesis, this and this. Five years later, your parents will be like, what is the next thing happening? Sure. They're yeah, giving you all sure. their money to that's, invest. That's smart. That's you're smart, taking all your yeah. money, you're going, 
Furbies or Beanie Babies, right? Remember the Beanie Baby? Remember the Beanie we're Baby? Getting on, we're getting in on Beanie Babies and Spider Power Rangers. Right away. Right away. Right away. Right away. <laughs> we're getting right out. We're getting right out. Get in, get out. understand. This is like we got a weekend where we're making money off it or we are fucked. 30 years from now. I love that. For one That's weekend. That's how I do it. AMC I stop. show up yeah. and I'm just playing the, the fucking quick turn stuff. Dude, you could though, right? AMC totally. stock for one day. You yeah. could have been a millionaire. Hey, uh, and like, but all then it's also the thing I've thought about too of like, you know, like the you know butterfly effect of it all of like so if i showed up and you know there's that and this is like even just a few years ago stick with me God. but like when i on that games daily was like yo game stop so, game stops stock is almost about de- delisted and i said on the show i'm like you should probably i'd buy it if i thought it was ethical for me to buy stuff we cover but it's like it's gonna come back right because the consoles i never thought it was gonna come back in the fucking yeah. Yeah. wall street yeah. bets way but if you would have you would have like you know what i mean like yeah. so, but it's like I think yeah. if I yeah, on that day, Greg Miller of the, the one who's prepared for it buys a hundred million dollars of it, right? Does, and Wall Street bets is like I'm not buying this, and then yeah, I fucking yeah. get tanked. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Alex yeah. in the chat brings up a real good question. Nick's missing a big thing here. Go back and prank a few high schoolers named Tim and Alfredo and Kevin. If we, what would you I, do to them? I wouldn't do anything to them, but for sure. They would hold really low-level jobs with me for the rest of their lives. <laughs> like for sure, I'd be like Tim. That <laughs> got Mike. That got Mike. That got sleepy Mike with his plate of cake. <laughs> is that birthday? Is that my birthday cake? Okay. And we have like five cakes. Yeah. Still. We have a lot. You want some cake? Are they still good? Oh, I mean, they're cake. five days old. Oh. In the fridge. <laughs> I, I mean, ask Mike. Mike, they're a little dry, probably. <laughs> All right, fine. Get a piece of cake. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one of like how time travel, cause it'd yeah. be so much, there'd be, I don't know. There'd be so many ups and downs to it where I'd be like excited yeah. for sure. And then like also terrified of fucking everything up and like whatever. Yeah. My, yeah. my one worry is that if I went too far back, cause I'd like to go back far enough so that I could be healthier now hmm. and never have been super, like my big thing is like, I, I would like, I would like to see what life was like going through my teens and young adulthood, not super overweight. Sure. That's the one yeah, thing you're... I think I could go back and be like, what would life be like where I'm not? ashamed to take my shirt off for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, sure. that's a good one. So that would be cool. But what I know about myself is, if D wasn't there with me, if I didn't have the occasional opportunity to call her and be like, hey, you okay? You yeah, good? Yeah, I'd yeah. fucking go nuts. I'd probably get into a really bad depression, and I don't think I'd make it out of the 20s, honestly. I think I'd hit a point where I'm like, this is fucking driving me yeah, crazy, and I'd go insane and probably start drinking myself to death. I just don't think I could handle it. Well. That's how that in so there's like the Back to the Future version, and then like you make this the indie movie, and that's how it ends. Sure, where you're like you didn't even get to 19 because mm-hmm. you you know like you've lived well, again, like, 15 years of knowing what's gonna happen. It's like it's and that's the thing crazy. where it's like it's it would yeah you'd be you know you're a 60 year old in a 15 year old's body or whatever at that point. Like, mm-hmm. And I granted, like you know you feel great, but like. I, anytime you see anybody who's got a mortal life in the vampire stuff, I'm like, oh, no, this, well. this wouldn't be yeah, good, would no. it? And you get into like the that like existential idea of like you start. Let's say you do go back in time and you start becoming like really rich at like 16. It's mm-hmm. like maybe that version of myself is gone. You know what I mean? I'm a different person now, sure. and I'm down this different path. And it's like That's I'm never going to go back to this yeah. version of myself that I actually did like parts of. It's. I mean, imagine being wealthier way by a wide margin than your parents when you're 16. Yeah, no. that never. Oh, that's never gone bad for any kid in Hollywood, right? Like, it's going to be bad. Yeah. At, at some point, people start resenting you. So that's the other thing is too is like, how do you low key build that, but stay the same grounded, semi grounded person that I was when I was 16? I was fucking weird, but 
you know, That's without cool. my parents being like, what is with this kid? Or not to are mention, we too, like, if you like think about it at 16, we're talking about the wealth of it, but again, like, you're again, like, let's say I did it right now, I'd be and had to relive everything or whatever, however, yeah. this is all working, but like. My mental age is 56 by the time I'm 16, right? I'm yeah. 40 now. We add the 16, however we're doing it. And so it's like, but then I'm still surrounded by 16-year-olds. Yeah. Like these fucking probably. morons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ah. I think about that too. You know what's so funny is I think about that too because when you were 16, you were just so immature. Yeah. And you've had like since, I mean, I still keep in touch with a lot of my high school friends and they've lived just, they're completely, they're, there's just so many different set of circumstances that people were going through in high school that you just never realized. Sure. And then you see it now and you go, oh, my God, I should have been so much nicer to this person sure. or I should have been this person's friend because we had so much stuff, cool stuff in common. And then you're like, what do, Like, what would it be? Like? You can't date anyone, right? You, you can't. That's weird. Yeah. Even though you are 16, you're not. You're 56. Yeah. So you can't. Be, if a girl has a crush on you, you got to be like, it really isn't you. It's me. Yeah. Like, I can't. This is not a thing that's happening, and so then you're the weird person that like doesn't want to totally. date anyone. And yeah. it's, it's all it's, it's a lot of stuff you have to navigate with this. Mm. That's why it's like maybe you're just so wealthy by the time you're 12, you're just like, boom, I'm gone. You go live in LA for a little yeah. bit or something crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Help it. It's all many things. You're living in LA. That's true. That's true. But yeah, but I think about it. it it's a it's a romantic concept to go live it all over again. But that's D and I had a fun conversation about this a few weekends back when we were traveling, and she was like. Yeah, it's either uh, both of us together, and we'd have to just live together. Like, we'd have to somehow yeah. figure out a way for our parents. She grew up really far from me. It's still in California, but far enough where it's like, in the 80s, your yeah. mom ain't driving you to fucking L.A. every day. You're doing, like, pen pal programs? To see your friends. Yeah, I was like, we'd have to figure out a way where we kept in contact and, and eventually live together, like, right after high school. So and we could make it work. And we're also talking about, like, just the personal aspect of it. But, like, what about, like, the world aspect of it? Like, we all know, like, awful things that happen in this world. Like that, 9-11? Like, well, yeah, yeah exactly. And that like, we're going to have do? to be like, okay, is that even possible to stop? Like, what do I do here? And then Dude, you start you trying going, to explain that. You're you're the conspiracy theorist. Like, that's exactly. you become. You, I mean, not only that, but you're on an FBI watch list. Yeah. They arrest you. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Hey, hey, FBI, call <laughs> Um, I'm there already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just occasionally you'll see someone staring at you and wonder, hmm, is this it? Is this it? That's so, that's so <laughs> See, the thing about it, though, if you did it, you're this gajillionaire at 16. Yeah. You can then back presidential candidates, right? Sure. Especially the ones you know are going to win. George W. Bush. Then you have the private conversations with them. Yeah. And this is tough. Oh, I mean, Bush oh, knew what was happening. This yeah. is tough. And you, <laughs> This is tough to be like, Turn the book I'm upside down. from the future. <laughs> and that's how I made all this money. I did those things. We need to talk about a few different things we need to lock down and do and not get involved in. Yeah, yeah like Afghanistan. Just don't get involved at all. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> See what happens. I wouldn't phrase it that way. <laughs> no, but it's, um, it's, uh, and that's, that would be a big moral conundrum. It's the same thing that pops up when you start thinking about Captain America, right? Yep. You're going to tell me Captain America who spent the better part of the last part of his life risking his fucking life to save the goddamn universe, goes back in time, sees someone getting mugged on the streets in 1950 or whatever, and does shit about it? No. Well, you see him to go through all these things, he does nothing about it? He's going to do something. He, and he probably yeah. did. Which yeah. would be a great Disney Plus show. Let's see that. You know, one happening. day. They can't afford him. They did. It's called Ghosted, and it's with him and Anna Armas, and it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what are those movies? I don't know. I what are they doing? What they pop up sometimes like, what is this? When did they make this yeah, fucking movie? When did they make Ghosted with Anna the Armist and Chris Evans? Like, did it, was it a weekend they had free and they just got him out there and shot some stuff with him? What a weird ass First movie. AI written piece of media, I'm sure. You think so? Yeah. What are you? Chris Evans, God bless him. He deserves it. Tam, do you still have a, a tangent to take us on? 
It's from forever ago. Yes. Okay, I, before you do, let me remind everybody that this is the kind of funny podcast. Each and every week we come together to talk about the other, whatever we want to talk about. The sugar's hitting. The sugar's starting oh, to hit. Shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, Mike. Woo! It's really hitting Mike. Everybody get a shot of Mike when you can. Uh, of course. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can watch us record it live just like uh, Mike L is and Chris Anka is. Hey, what up? Hi, Chris. Chris. Greg, they are doing that show. I'll believe when I see it. That's not official. No. Not, that I know of. <laughs> Chris, if it's official, text me. Um, then, uh, while you're there, you're watching live, you're doing the thing, uh, you could get a whole bunch of bonus content. And then, of course, you could get the show ad free. But since you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny, here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as the Honey guy dances it searches for coupons it can find for the site. And if it finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. We hear it kind of funny. You've been using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to set, forget, and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It also works on your iPhone. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, save on the go. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right, you, you. You out there, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. But going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. What do you got for me, Tim? All right, so this entire time, I've been having an existential crisis. Okay. 
because I was like, I have no frames of reference for anything you guys are talking about. Yeah. And also, like, I don't have those shared experiences, right? Like, mm -hmm. high school and that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, there's a decent chance, like, the rest of my life is going to be in this country. Yeah. Mm. And as part, like, I, I would like to have kids. I would mm -hmm. like to have, you know, if I'm, and then if I have a kid, I have no frame of reference of what the school system is like, for example. That's something Terrible. I think about a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm That's like, because obviously everything I know about the American school system is consumed through pop culture. Sure. Yeah. So like, I don't know, Saved by the Bell or the sure. OC oh, yeah. or whatever yeah. it might be. So my thinking was like, how do I prepare myself to potentially take a kid through the schools or American life mm -hmm. with no frame of reference? I think it's easy. And I think Greg and I are probably, my mind is your mind, thinking the exact same thing. You shave the beard <laughs> and you've never been kissed it. You go back to high school, yeah. you enter yourself yeah. into the high school <laughs> freshman, live and that you life. live that life for four years and figure it out. I don't know because I think I think of like Ben growing up. The school's going to be so much different. Everything's going to be so much yeah, different by the time he yeah. gets into it that it's going to be way, a way radically different uh, experience than when I had. Computers alone, I'm assuming kids have to bring laptops to school now, right? Because mm -hmm. they have to in college. Yeah. So I'm assuming high school kids have to bring laptops and phones and all that stuff. And it's just different. Like, I don't know. They got the iPads now. They have iPads and all that stuff. And like, everyone's, I mean, there was just a moment like when we were kids where, you know, your school would be, when did we start? Seven o'clock in the morning? What was the yeah. school start? Eight o'clock, maybe? Damn. And then it get out at three. I want to say like 745 might have been first bell. In like that sounds about right. Eight o'clock. And then we get out at 245, three o'clock. I was out at 315 in grade yeah. school, yeah. Like, even that, I'm like, I don't think they even, I don't even know if they do that anymore. I think there's periods that move around. Like, your parents have to come pick you up. Had, but our parents had to come pick us up. Now, what do kids Uber home? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but by the time you guys, have, by the time your kids go to school, it's all going to be automated cars are just going to come yeah, pick them maybe. up. Yeah, maybe. And, like, bring them to whatever their computer screen is that the, the person's going to talk to. Them. Or maybe every, people don't even go to school anymore. Who the yeah. hell knows? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Learning. It's one of those, it's an interesting one because I don't know anything about your schooling you know what yeah. i mean so it's like i can't compare contrast that way or whatever yeah i think I, like a, a lot of the things like again pop culture where'd you grow up uh london london okay yeah yeah so a lot of like pop culture I think stuff. it's that vastly different i think it i think it is we call all the numbers and grades different i know that's weird yeah but like i mean like you have primary school yeah right but like the thing that i think about is like within like high school for example social hierarchy sure like that exists, right? And it's something that is a common part of like uh, pop culture, media, yeah, kind of, of stuff. You, everything's built around it. It did. He was a jock. She was a nerd. Yeah, they, jocks uh, and nerds and that kind of stuff. Uh, that shit's out, changed and, though. Yeah, Twenty One Jump Street really changed that. That's what really turned the corner. Like, like, Twenty One yep, Jump Street's done a lot of work recently, <laughs> changing people's minds. <laughs> I mean, I, but but like I've I always talk about my high school career of like yeah that strata was there. We had jocks. We had theater dorks. We had band geeks. We had the academic people. We had the drug kids. But for whatever reason, in my high school, we all just got along. And, like, hmm. it was just, there was a lot of crossover where people just kind of tried other stuff at my school. Yeah. It wasn't, I don't think we ever, I never saw anyone get, I mean, I'm sure it happened. But I never got really picked on for being a, a band geek. By right. Like, the football players, because they were also in the plays with me. Oh. So it was like, I, we kind of knew all these people, and it was like, a, it was a little bit better. But, and I yeah. think now, I think the perception of being a geek 
is different, yeah, is yeah. different right? Yeah. It's like, what, what does that really mean? Oh, you really like yeah, Marvel, Marvel movies? Well, everyone games. fucking likes Marvel movies, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you play video games? Oh, that's mainstream and the biggest industry on the planet as far yeah, as like entertainment is concerned. Yeah, we, so. we didn't have that kind of like social hierarchy thing as far as I know. That's wild Maybe you me did. In like, maybe it was in different, like... No, like you guys invented, the British invented oh, yeah, the social hierarchy. We definitely did, but like, I think it's, yeah... Unless you went to a specific kind of school, maybe it's like the super rich schools or the you know that kind of stuff where everyone's kind of got a chip on their shoulder. That's where it comes out. But like for the most public schools, I think our public schools are because correct me if I'm wrong. Public schools have a bad reputation here, right? Some do, some, some don't. Do, right? Public yeah. schools generally it's in, really in where you are major yeah. cities have a bad reputation. So the so the big thing for like San Francisco, for instance, or New York, yeah. is that you don't want your kid going to public school. They have to go to private school. Right, and then yeah, that yeah. comes with a specific stigma and connotation yeah. of saying, okay. "Oh, you're a private school kid. You must be. You must have been doing cocaine when you were like 12." Yeah, because you have a ton See, of money, and your parents don't ever pay attention. Yeah, so like public schools in in at least in London were like generally like they're super good. Like, so I mean, like, my public school was great. Yeah, like I went to a school in Riverside, California. What up, John W. North High? If you're watching, Woo! go Huskies. Um, and we had some. We I mean, we had, we had kids from all level of income at our school. Yeah. Um, we actually had yeah we had. We skewed kind of on the on the lower income side. Yeah. We also had a, a tremendous. Uh, we had the international baccalaureate program and advanced placement program, so we had really mm. smart kids. So our athletics was dominant, and we were the smartest kids in town, which was great. Yeah. Um. But I would, if I was in River, if I were in Riverside, I would not hesitate to put my kid in a public school. There, I mean, I don't think we had private schools in Riverside. Yeah. Maybe they had a couple, but yeah. Bear, the schools in SF public schools they good. Well, Tim was uh, a lull. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, Tim I would have more of an answer because yeah, I, I came in late in middle school uh so i had a very like tiny middle school experience but i'd never heard any of my friends complain about it i uh, really liked the the high school that i went to uh wasn't my first uh, choice for for that i was trying to go to more of a an artsy high school called soda here uh, um but then uh ended up at abraham lincoln high school um and that was during a time where a lot of the funding wasn't there but still like a lot of uh great communities and uh even with the funding that they had still putting in a lot of programs to you know uh help kids find their passion and mm. uh their their way in life and yeah so i don't know I, I really liked my high school um all my friends went to different high schools uh that was the kind of nice thing about uh going to high school in san francisco just everybody kind of knew each other yeah mm -hmm. um and i never heard anything like super terrible about any other specific high school so i don't know like uh, kind of nick was saying like we're all just kind of chill just hanging out, yeah. What trying a, to exist. What a lot of people do is, if they know they're going to have a family, yeah, they tend to move, move to areas out, yeah. where their kid is going to be in the yeah. district of a decent enough public school, or you got to make baller ass money to send your kid to private yeah. school in San Francisco specifically. This this comes from a. I also had like a nightmare. You know, one of those nightmares where it's like, oh, you're back at school and sure. you're scared. So I had the nightmare where it was like I was at a parent teacher conference as a parent, yeah, in this country, and they were telling me things, and I was like. I don't know what's going on. So I was like, and I woke up that day. I was like, what if that happens to me? That's the got like a decent chance of happening. The biggest thing awesome. I, I think so far about being a parent that's interesting mm. is that, yes, that idea of the high school and public and private and all, blah, 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 like that is a thing that you can easily get wrapped up and scared in. But the thing mm. is that you're always worrying about the thing just in front of you. Mm. And, and like, dude, there's plan. Like, don't get me wrong. We've looked into and thought about and talked. To, had preliminary conversations about preschool, right? For Ben, yeah. but it's not so much the concern about high school yet, right? Right, right? It's the same way of like, you know, 
when Ben got here, it was so much about learning how to take care of a newborn, not worrying right. about potty training, right? Yeah. As we get closer to that, that becomes what you start learning. You learn what you need to know, yeah. and there's enough sure. resources and friends and uh, people to talk to to figure out that stuff. Like, yeah. that's what's been helpful with us with the move of we kind of feel like for, uh, you know, and I, I say the move, obviously we moved before Ben was even born. It was the idea that we moved into a great neighborhood and we're surrounded by great families who have so much advice about what how school yeah. works and whatever. So that I, preschool and elementary, I feel like I'm set on. I'm not worried about for it, even though his will be dramatically different than mine was, right? Because for me, uh, I went private school my entire uh, life up till Mizzou. I Did was you go private religious, like Catholic school? Yeah, Catholic yeah. school. Yeah, I was Catholic school, kindergarten through uh, high school all the way till I was. I, I knew nothing other than a school uniform until I got to Mizzou, which is wow. why I dressed like an idiot um, and still do. Uh, so it's like, you know, I, I, the schools were, that are around us are great. So I mm-hmm. totally, my intention is that, or assumption, cause again, I have a conversation with Jen about anything is that Ben will go to a public school. And so his, I, I'm also interested of like, yeah. is it going to be like saved by the bell yeah. for him? Is it, let alone what's a California school look like in yeah, general. Exactly. And you know, a very, you know, it's the Bay area, right? It's super liberal here in general. And it is yeah. like, you can go outside all the time and do different activities and yada, 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 like. The biggest advice I have, and I know I'm a little biased here, especially with uh, the the younger kids and looking at schools, is like uh, literally just like talk to the teachers, learn about like yeah. what they're doing in classrooms, mm-hmm. and if that speaks to you, because um, that that can go a long way with uh, uh, even if it is a public school that doesn't you know have all the the fancy bells and whistles of uh, programs that private schools have. Um, there's still a lot of uh, passion from the teachers in the classroom of what they're trying to do, uh, even for the younger kiddos. That's not what it looks like in the movie The Faculty. No, that was <laughs> quite different. That was, uh, quite different. That one Heather's. A lot of my knowledge about American schools come from that. So wait, walk me through the, just so I know, just for context for next time this conversation comes. Mm. <laughs> next what are the, time I what, talk to you about American schools. <laughs> what are the grade levels in, in uh, UK? So we have nursery, which is like preschool. That'd be kindergarten. Yeah, us. kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten was zero, basically zero. Yeah, exactly. Like then you have the infant school, which is like we had preschool. Sorry, there's preschool. Then was kid, there was kindergarten for us, right? Yeah. So I think that's like kindergarten. Infant, infant school is like when you're like a little older than that, and it's like you're. That's you have. I think it's four years of that, and then secondary school is your our version of high school. Mm. Um, so, right, because you guys don't have junior high, right? No, we don't have junior high. How we long is your high middle. school? High school is. Five years, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So that's a big difference right there. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the junior high for us is either two or three years, right? How, how long was your junior high? I'm totally... Oh, you're again, all Catholic school I'm broken time. up because you I was kindergarten through. through eighth grade, yeah. ninth through 12. Six, seven, eighth is... Yeah, okay. I had for me, a, it was seven, eighth. I had a weird one where I went to elementary school till sixth grade and then seven through 12th. I was in the same school. Interesting. See, that would and be, that was a public school, too. See, that would be fucking horrible. Yeah. It, in, in what way? In just that the divide of of ages, that's of true. The horrible seniors picking on. Like, See, here's the thing: we seventh graders. I had, I had a similar. Terrible. I had a similar experience though to you of like there was not meant much picking, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to older people and and the seventh graders coming in. Yeah. It was mostly like just like that kid has a fucking really big backpack. That was always the big thing of like you see a seventh grader running around and this kid has the fuck every fucking textbook in it, and then all the seniors just walking around with nothing yeah. and they're oh like my fucking. God. My buddy, my buddy Clay used to have a big backpack, and my buddy Ty would just go slam slap it, and he'd fall to the ground. <laughs> Ryan nailed. <laughs> Okay, I laugh at every time. What years one to three is infants, years four to six is juniors, and then from there you go into secondary school, which is seven to 12, which is high school. Okay, yeah. it's gonna be a different vibe, yeah, because high school is where things get compacted here. Usually, I think, mm-hmm. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Barrett just confirmed that high school is still four years up in the Bay Area. That's when yeah. stuff gets wild. High school is really kind of where 
I think you so, you have to like kind of watch the kid. Yeah, yeah. Because they're hitting puberty, they're experimenting with a lot of stuff. Junior no, let high. Them, let them go out and party. So you know, it's a it's a great time. You gotta learn sometime. I mean, you gotta learn sometime, right? That was to my. I, I always yeah. talk about to my parents' credit. They, I had an older brother, and so he was. He's five years older than me, and so when I was hitting junior high, he was graduating high school and getting into college and experimenting mm. with all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, like he would be drinking a lot, and they'd have. He'd have friends over when my parents would leave. My parents would pretend like they didn't know that was happening, but they were like, for whatever reason, they'd stock everything in the house that we would never, never have to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very yeah. smart of my mom to be like, I'm not stupid. I know you guys are going to do this shit no matter what. Your brother's, my brother's 21 years old when I was 16. Mm. So it's like, I'm getting beers if I want yeah. beers. That's going to happen. There's no way Mascarpino is not going to do that for me. Um, <laughs> Might as well I, do it in the safety of the house. Yeah. Do it in the safety of the house. Somewhere yeah. else. And it was Which crazy. what I was doing. I was going out into, you know, Golden Gate Park until 2 a.m. drinking Four Locos before they were recalled and showing up uh, drunk on my mother's birthday in high school. You know? I mean, Four Locos <laughs> were, that was a different I partied in high school like most people party in college, which is why See, I think once I got into the college era, I just like chilled the fuck out and I've been in like a 50 year old man. <laughs> that was, that was a very similar experience to me. Cause I, I partied with first off, I remember partying in junior high with my brothers. My brother had graduated and there was like teachers that he was friends with that were like, I'm going to be your teacher. And it was weird. And so like, I experienced a lot of adult or you know young adult relationships when I was in junior high to the point where I was like, this is really cool. But I've done it for four years. Yeah. So by the time I got into college, I was like, I'm still going to party. But uh, yeah. the idea of getting beer before you're 21 right now is not as cool as it used to be. To me. People mm. are like, Nick, can you get us beer? I was like, I don't know. We can go to. I, I used to literally love going to get coffee at night and smoking cigarettes because I was like, this yeah. is more what I'm, I'm looking for. I don't mm. really want to get too pounded because I want to be able to drive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I didn't realize you guys had the, that weird breakup. Yeah. Of school. Yeah. Cooling. Off to off the college. At what point do you learn the, the spells? Uh, we don't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we've uh, removed all of that from England. Okay. Well, wildly perfect. problematic. That's all go- oh, that's Damn, all gone. This is part yeah. of Brexit. Yeah. We you just took magic. Just took yeah. it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Brexit and some uh, some other some tweeting. Uh, yeah, some tweeting. Some, some, some we just, key like, tweets. We, we just found a little that that you know the platform nine and nine and three quarters just threw a nuke through it. Uh, Damn. Right, oh. Other side, who knows what happens? <laughs> you know, who, we, don't, we don't care. No one cares. Fuck the dragons. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. This has been fun. I've, had, I've enjoyed this. I have enjoyed this. Fun Who needs Tim? Who needs Andy? You take Tim out of the situation, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't have to talk about Fast and Furious. Every oh my single God. Day. <laughs> Vanderpump rules. Here's the thing is every time, I don't understand it. Like him and Joey just have this pressure release of Tim will stand up and look at her and she goes, I can't believe yeah. that somebody did whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? The other day they were like, Tim. And he goes, Charlie? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? It's Why do you have this weird language to each other? Reality TV is now like convoluted and and like almost like a gated community in the same way that comic books used yeah. to be. Yeah. Where it's like now it's everyone's just like, I don't know. I don't where do I jump into this? Yeah. yeah How yeah. do I get into How this? How can I yeah. possibly catch up on the Vanderpump <laughs> universe? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the mod I mean, they're still soap operas, but it is the modern day soap opera, obviously. Yeah. And I'd be, I be I like talking shit, but I'll tell you what, I'm thinking about going back to below deck real hard. Sure. Wow. Miss that show. Miss it. I thought about keeping up with the Kardashians again, but there's now there's two different I, series. There's too much. Mm-hmm. I used to be really into it as a kid. I can't watch the Kardashians now because I just get, I'm just so envious of their success. Yeah. They're just on a, such a different stratosphere that it's like, it's not even fantasy fulfillment anymore. It's like, you guys are 
demigods yeah, at absolutely. this point. Mm, yeah. And I, I don't know that I can support that anymore. <laughs> that's bonkers. <laughs> the only reality TV I used to watch was Terrace House, and now that's gone. What is that? Terrace House is a Japanese one. And it's oh. like, take everything you know about reality TV in the Western world and flip it, reverse it. So every, every, everything in the Western world is like drama and stuff. Yeah. In the Japanese side of it, they're just being nice to each other. Oh, everyone's okay. being nice See, and everyone's chill. That's, like, why, that's why I still, to this day, the only reality competition show I watch is The Great British Bake Off. Yep. Mm. Everyone's because nice. Everyone loves yeah. each other and no yeah. matter who wins, everyone wins. Terrace House is so good, though. They're like, take, and the thing about it is like they can go out into their own lives. So it's like they get a bunch of people, men and women, who like are single and are likely to fall in love with each other or at least try it and then put them in one house and then let them live their lives and then like they just follow them along and there's mm-hmm. like a panel show also like reacting to it and doing like comedy bits around it it's really fun but it ended because of controversy so oh, there's like oh, three they what always was the do? controversy it, murder is oh oh wow oh, was it really it was, the controversy was there was one in the latest season that they came out there was one huh no, there was there was one lady who was on it and she was she was a wrestler as well she was like very open with her emotions and very forthcoming and like some people would say like she's brash okay but like the general public did not appreciate that kind of um personality, personality type and they bullied her um like really badly and that's revealed that there was no mental health kind of uh, support and Sadly, she, the bullying was to an extreme where she didn't, she didn't make it. Yeah. Oh no! Um, so they like mid-season shut that show off. Wow! But she was like a really like up-and-coming wrestling prospect as well. Wow! So it was rough. Yeah. Well, Rest of those like, seasons though, cheering, excellent, cheering great, note to end up. Great show. <laughs> you know? Super excited to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, the other seasons are like, like heartwarming and phenomenal. Like I was in Japan. Like, oh my goodness! I was in Japan one time, and like one of the seasons, I was like, I'm gonna go find the person who was on this season, like a little stalker. I went to like the coffee shop she worked at, just because like she kept working there and like showing off like these really nice coffees. I was like, I want one of those. Yeah, coffees. yeah. I went there and she was there. Oh. I was like, uh, I had, I was walking in chat. Wait, well, did you talk to her? Yeah, I spoke to her. Yeah, I spoke to her in like uh, Japanese and like said, I'm a fan and would you be cool to take a picture? And it was like, really, she was really nice. And That's like, awesome. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Lovely. I saw a real housewife from Chelsea one time. Oh, yeah? My wife freaked out. We were walking. <laughs> she was like, that's the person. I was like, I don't know who this But I freak out anytime. I like to get starstruck. <laughs> I was a big, you know, you're talking about Kardashians. Yeah. Growing up, I was a big road rules and real world mm. guy. You know what I mean? Back when they were more manageable and there wasn't a million things going on, the, uh, whatever. And there was the, I, I wasn't, I had already started to fall out of it, I guess. But one of, this is a really convoluted thing, and I don't remember what year it was, but one of the real world people went to Mizzou. Mm-hmm. And so I saw her in a class, in a building once. I was like, that was really cool. But it was already, it wasn't a season I was into anymore, but it was like neat mm-hmm. to see that that was still there. Or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. That's my reality show crossover, I guess. You, did everyone see uh, Hereditary? Yeah. No. Yeah. The little girl. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend was just walking down the street a day after she watched Hereditary and just saw her. That's creepy as fuck. That is, that is especially given what happens. To oh her. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I would have just walked up and went, <laughs> just I'm walked sure, away. I'm, I'm sure she, she gets that a lot. That for the rest of her life, yeah. She's yeah, crazy. she's probably getting that nonstop. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen her in a long time. What is she doing? Is she still doing stuff? You know what happened? 
I, why know what happened in the movie? Oh, I okay. I thought, was, <laughs> I thought it was a reality show. That's why I brought it up. Ah, God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather around this table. Each coming to horse around with each other. If you want to horse around with us, you can write in for free at kindoffunny.com slash kfpodcast. Of course, you could be watching live on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you could get it ad-free. You could watch all the other podcasts we record. You could get dozens of bonus <laughs> exclusive episodes, and you could just support the beast that is kind of funny. If you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. And of course, podcast services around the globe. Roger, before we go, Next Gen Podcast is a show you guys do on yes. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. It's very good and people should listen to it. Thank you. Yeah, we're recording our next episode this Friday. So excited to share that with y'all. It's gonna be fun. Tam. Yes. One more time. What's going on at GameSpot? Uh, we got a bunch of new shows. I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, one show every day. Go to youtube.com forward slash GameSpot. It's something that I was working super hard on. Lucy's been working super hard on it. A bunch of people have been working super hard on it. We want to just make some cool, interesting content around video games. I'm sure you'll find something to love while you're there. You know, like, subscribe, all that kind of business. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for coming by today. Thank you for having me. Until <laughs> next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.